Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast, where we help you find the keys to living your best life. We tackle issues ranging from physical and emotional well-being, all the way to strengthening personal relationships and paving the way to financial independence. Get excited to take your life to the next level today. Now, here are your hosts, Cheryl Morley and Paul Croto. Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. My name is Paul Croto, and I'm here with Cheryl Morley. Hello. So excited to be here. Yes, yes, yes. We have a, so we're doing episode 78 today, which is awesome. And uh, we have a great, great topic. This is something literally that Cheryl and I have been discussing for like six years. Um, we've been going back and forth because this we feel that self-confidence is the number one problem in people. Yes. You know, we're dealing with people every single day. We are helping people try to elevate their life. And a lot of people, just to be honest, are not doing that. They say they want to, but they're not. And we truly believe that self-confidence is the number one reason why. So this is, shall I back me up in this? I think this number one topic we can talk about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about that. Do you have self-confidence? And not only do you have self-confidence, but when someone says something about you, do you think that they would say, oh, my gosh, she has so much self-confidence or he has so much self-confidence? Think about that. Like, where do you think your friends would put you in the self-confidence category on a scale from one to ten? Yeah, exactly. I had to really think about this. And let me tell you, most of my life, most of my life was it not a lot. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you people know? even told you that. So. Oh, of course. You know, so what's been the journey? Like, what are the things that we've done to make sure that this self-confidence starts coming out because Paul, I don't think I would feel successful in life if I did not have more self-confidence in every area of my life. Sure. Absolutely. So self-confidence is trusting yourself. So the big, the million dollar question here, I believe is, do you trust yourself? Yeah. That's the start of it. That's that's where it starts. Yeah. (laughs) But Cheryl, I know, I know, men and women, but I know, you know, you deal mostly with women and and you see a lot of women, not even, and this goes for yourself, even you said in the past where you're so down on yourself that you just even stop setting New Year's resolutions because you know that if I set them and I don't come through, I'm going to feel horrible, even worse than I do now. You feel worse. You feel worse if you set a goal and don't achieve it. So why even set one, right? Because you look back and you say, well, gosh, I set, a, I set all these goals last year and nothing's changed. Nothing's happened. So I guess I'll try it again. So then you try it again. And then the same thing happens. And look, Paul, what is it? Like 86% of people by February 14th are, you know, they've all quit, you know, stopped um, working on their New Year's resolutions. And I run across people like this all the time who say, nope, I don't do that. I just don't do that. And I think the reason why is because we don't trust ourselves to do what we say we're going to do when we set a goal, right? So yes, you just don't want to set one. Well, it would be better for me if I don't even set one so that I don't let myself down. Yeah. And it doesn't just go even worse than that. It's not even necessarily goals, but maybe at New Year's, you're you're saying, well, I'm going to work out three days a week. I'm going to go to the gym three days a week and work out. Well, how many people go to the gym three days a week and work out during January and February? You know, they may go once or twice, but, you know, and so, or probably, you know, most people don't go at all. 
So they just like, I'm not even going to set any action goals or, or, or standards in my life because I don't do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, so, and what happens though, is you're, is then it's like you're in the wind. You're like, oh, I'll do this. Oh, I'll do that. And everything starts depending on your feelings instead of your identity and who you really are and who you want to be. Oh, do I feel like doing that? Oh, no, well, I know I set my goal, but well, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so let, I, we have a story that we're going to tell you, and it's going to be demonstrate what we're talking about when, when we say about showing up. So. There's a scenario that um, I, I say, Cheryl, I haven't seen you in a long time. How about we do lunch tomorrow? Sure. And you're like, oh my God, that's like a great idea. I'm like, okay, how about noon at this restaurant? And you're like, absolutely, I want to go. So I'll meet you there. Super excited. And uh, you, you know, do you think highly of me? You're like, he's a great guy. I'm like, really looking forward to seeing him. And um, 12 o'clock comes, you're at the restaurant. No Paul. You know, so you're you calling me, texting me, nothing, can't, nothing. But later that night, I call you. I'm like, oh, my God, Cheryl, I'm so sorry. This thing came up. I couldn't make it. Couldn't even get in, in touch with you. But I, I promise tomorrow I'll be there at noon and I'm buying. Okay. Hard pressed, so, Paul. Hard pressed. Will you I'm give me a second sure. chance? No, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would. I would. Okay, I would. I would if you're buying. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So yeah, but most of us would do that, right? We would say, oh yeah, yeah, no worries. I understand, you know, things come up. It's no big deal. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for calling me, you know, just like letting me know what happened or that something happened, right? Yep. So now it's Tuesday, Tuesday at noon, Cheryl's at lunch. I'm a no-show again. Cheryl's texting <laughs> me, calling me, nothing. Later that no, night, I call him like, oh my God, Cheryl. I am so, so sorry. Like something else came up today. And you're like, geez, Paul, like you had me, you stiffed me two days in a row. I'm like, listen, I swear that I will be there tomorrow on Wednesday at noon. But no I, question hold about on, it. Hold on. What else though, Paul, would I be thinking? I would be thinking, well, obviously these other things that are coming up are way more important than I am. They're excuses is what they are. Because whatever, whatever you're coming up with, and you're not doing what you said you would do um, as far as coming to lunch with me. Like, that's not even a big deal. Like, lunch is lunch. It's not like, you know, um, a million other things that I can think of that would even be a bigger deal. But this is just lunch. And you found, so far, two other things that were more important than your lunch with me. Right, right. So yeah. now it's Wednesday. And you're like, going to give me the benefit of the doubt. But you're like... Paul, listen, I'm a big baseball fan. Three strikes and you're out. So Wednesday comes, you go. I don't show up three days in a row. Mm. I call you at night. And you're thinking in your mind, okay, Paul's going to say something came up. And he's going to ask me to lunch on Thursday. But what is your confidence level of me showing up for lunch on Thursday? No, you're not. And I'm not. And, and here's the other thing. Think about this, friends. How many times has this happened to you because of someone like Paul <laughs> who says they'll do something and then doesn't show up? But you know what, Paul? Even more importantly, how many times have we done that to ourselves? Sure. Right? How many times have we said, and I think that's why we get into the habit of not setting goals 
because we've let ourselves down, you know, too many times and we just don't, you know, you just don't want to do it anymore. You're tired of it. It's, it's hurtful. It's, I think psychologically it is, it destroys you when you tell yourself you'll do something so many times and you let yourself down enough times that you just can't trust yourself anymore. Absolutely. And that story was to help everyone, our listeners understand that because we've all gone to a lunch or a dinner and then that other person, someone didn't show up that said they were. And we all know how we felt like, son, what the, like, you just stiffed me? Like, what else was more important than me? And like, why didn't you show up? You told me you're going to show up and you didn't show up. And, and just to show Cheryl went from having a hundred percent confidence in me three days later, four days later, she has zero confidence in me. And right. that same thing happens to ourselves every right. single day. And would you give yourself three chances? That's another good question. You may not, you, you may not give yourself three chances. Yeah. But let's say you because did, you, you know, and people didn't just not show up four days. They should not shown up 40 days, 40 years. Yeah. Saying yeah. that I will, but I just don't. Yeah. So do, that's a great question. Do you show up for yourself? And do the things that you say that you are going to do. Yeah. And Sean, I know you, you, that was the big thing for you for self-confidence or, or confidence in general is just doing what you say you're going to do. Yeah. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So um, let's talk. So Cheryl and I came up with eight tips on how to elevate your self-confidence. We're going to burn through these real fast just to give you ideas on things you can do to start building your self-confidence up. So Cheryl, number one, we already talked about this showing up and there was a, yeah. there was a great book called Atomic Habits and they, there's a story in there about a guy who just was, had zero self-confidence. He needed, he wanted to lose 150 pounds. So he had to prove to himself that he would show up. So he went to the gym for five minutes. That's it. Just drove there, checked in, went to the locker room, walked out for like a month. That's all he did, but he proved to himself he could show up. So he started 1% by 1% by 1%, just starting to gain a little bit of self-confidence in himself. Then he decided to stay five more minutes. And, and then a couple of days later, decided to stay five more minutes. Over a course of time, by improving 1% every day, he now works out an hour and a half every single day, has lost 150 pounds, and actually owns the gym now that he went to. That is so awesome. But so it doesn't matter where you start, you know, and and, uh, and to say, oh, I want to have an awesome 100% self-confidence. It's not going to happen overnight. It happens yeah. in 1% increments, proving to yourself, you know, 100 times that you can show up and you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And nothing worth having happens overnight. No, right? absolutely not. I mean, we know that it'll be, it'll be a struggle at times. It'll be hard, but it'll be definitely will be well worth it. Okay. Number two, this is my favorite one, Paul. This is the cookie jar. We call this the cookie jar. So think about what you've done in your past that was great. And remember those things, Paul, it was so hard for me to remember like great things that I've done because I would just forget them. I would just, you know, forget it and move on right? And this too shall pass. And But I think it's important to remember those things. And I can promise you that each one of you has some great things that you've done in your life. All you moms, having your child, that was a great thing, right? Yep. I don't care 
all of the problems and everything else that comes along with that, because that will happen also. But just remembering the great things that you've done, writing them down and remembering them, I think will, I I mean, I think it just speaks volumes to the self-confidence and to realizing that we've done things that are hard and that are, you know, and that we've struggled through, but but that we have still done them. Super important to remember them. Absolutely. And Cheryl, we talked about this before that even the bad things that have happened to you in your life has given you self-confidence because there's a lot of bad things that happened to you, but you got through them. So, hey, listen, if I got through that, (laughs) which was bad, I'm going to get through this too. You have the confidence to get through this, whatever you're facing this, because those other things were so bad and you got those in your cookie jar. Remember, hey, I made it through that. So I'm going to make it through this too. So I, I love this cookie jar idea. But yeah, the, me too. The point of the cookie jar, though, is to do hard things. Like I didn't, I, I didn't get recruited into the Marines. I joined the Marines, <laughs> so I was looking for something freaking difficult to do, you know. And I, I went out and I signed this piece of paper, went there voluntarily, and went through this boot camp. That was when they say it's Hell Week. They're not joking. It's Hell Week. But you make you make it through that, and then I can look back in my cookie jar now and be like. Hey, if I made it through that, I can make it through this, whatever, you know, whatever this is that I'm facing now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you just, had hope, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. I said, I'm sure you had hope. Well, that's number three key is, is to have hope. Oh, that's right. And I know you I love this, Cheryl. I know you yeah. love hope. And, you you know, you, you meet a lot of men, mostly women, though, that, that tend to come across with just in a bad place where they don't think that tomorrow yeah. is going to be better than today. Well, and the thing is, is you get caught in that, don't you? I mean, it's not hard to do. You get, you know, you get in this cycle and you have habits that aren't necessarily good for you. And then you just have a struggle really seeing that tomorrow can be better than today. I mean, and that's really what has to happen. You have to have hope. If you don't have hope, then, you know, I've heard it said all is lost. Right. And so we really, each of us need to have hope that tomorrow can be better than today and that today is better than yesterday. Yeah. Right. And if you don't have confidence that tomorrow is going to be better than today, then there's no shot at you having self-confidence either because the the self-confidence comes in that no matter what happens, I'm going to make tomorrow better than today because of me, because of my abilities. Right. Absolutely. Hope is a huge thing. Well, and just going into that, Paul, you just said that you're going to make it better, right? And that's you making a decision. And number four is you have to make a decision, right? You have to decide what it is you want and go after those things. And I love that, Paul, because, you know, I I love the saying decisions determine destiny. Yeah. And I think it's so true. And that's exactly right. The decisions you it, make it, today and the you know, tiny ones you make. And the reason why this is so big is because of what you said earlier, Cheryl, that people just give up making decisions about yeah. I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to exercise every day or whatever it is that they say um, because they they have no self-confidence that they're actually going to follow through with that. And, and yeah. it's better just to not make the decision that way you won't feel as bad um, than to make the decision and, and not follow through again. I know you decided and made a decision. I'm going to become an excellent tennis player. 
Yeah. So when you make that statement, you tell the world about that. You know, you told your coach, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a 3.5. Yeah. And, and, um, oh, what was it just recently? You told me the story today about, um, you have to be, you have to dominate. And he's like, uh, well, you can, and you're like, well, I can do that. And he, and then he's like, no, you can't, or something like that, where he knows how to push your buttons and get your own self confidence. Listen, he knows how to make me show up and yeah. be there and work really hard. And, you know, and I want to do it in a shorter time than is normal, right? I mean, anybody could become a 3.5 or a 4.0 um, if they worked at it long enough, but I want to do it in a short amount of time. I'm not getting any younger here, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but you made that decision and, and you are showing up every single day. So that that's absolutely phenomenal. And that whether you realize or not, I believe that's giving you a ton of self-confidence and that radiates to other areas of your life because of that because of the tennis situation. Absolutely. And I think when you have a mentor, you live for the good job. You're getting better. Yeah. Proud of you. So you're doing great, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's how it works. Yep. Absolutely. Now, Cheryl, there's people who show up. There's people who got a great cookie jar, all kinds of great things in the cookie jar. They got hope. They make good decisions, but they just get into a bad state. You know, they get stressed, yeah. worried, fearful, you know, happens to all of us. So number five, getting into a peak state, making this, you know, a conscious effort to be like, you know, when you go play a tennis match, you got to kind of psych yourself up that I got to get into, I'm going to, these two players I'm playing are unbelievably awesome. So I got to be in a place as good, if not better than they are mentally um, in a state wise to compete with them, to beat them. Yeah. And then as you're competing, you need to stay in peak state. And that's been really, <laughs> that's been a real learning experience for me. A little me. bit of a challenge, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, but it's just interesting because it's the same way in life, right? I mean, you can get hit in the face and you can get, you know, mowed over and all of these things can happen to you. And you have got to stay in a good state to be able to carry through with the things that you tell yourself that you're going to do. Yep. And, and, you know, so, so to boil water, like two tens, not good enough Two eleven's not good enough. Got to be at two twelve or higher. This water is not going to boil. Now yeah. to beat those that, that, that opponent you're facing in tennis, Cheryl, on a scale from one to hundred being at hundred degrees, being on fire, where do you need to be to beat her? Like at 110. That's right. You know, if you're living at 72 and you're comfortable you ain't win beating anybody. Yeah. You know, so again, you could have all these other things, but if your state's not right, you're screwed. You're not, your self-confidence is going to weigh down. And Cheryl, yeah. to get into self-confidence, I mean, to get into the, I'm sorry, the peak state, um, we talk about three things at three M's all the time. Movement. Yeah. So getting out and moving, um, exercising, when you're exercising, doing deep breathing. And one of the big things we've learned is that, is that, Superman pose or that one woman pose where you kind of like stand here with your arms out and chest out and, and the research shows that if you just do that one pose, you change your physiology for two minutes, your testosterone levels go up like 2000% and your cortisol levels drop like 200%. I mean, it's some Wait, crazy what's numbers. Pose, Paul? What's the pose? The Superman pose. 
Did you see the S on my chest? I I guess I missed that as I was doing my deep breathing. (laughs) So it's it's changing your physiology, moving, striking a pose like that, or um, or I'm sorry, and listen, throw some great music on. How do you feel when you play some great music, Cheryl? Oh yeah, I love it. And then we have mantras, you know, things you can sayings you have you can say to yourself that gets you into this peak state. Yeah. So uh, peak state's a big part. Six number Cheryl number six is story. Yeah. And, and people are telling themselves a bad that. story all the time. Well, yeah, not, and not only that, you don't want to pull you don't want to pull your story from the past. You want to you know you want to think about um, your perfect story which is the story that, um, that you have and should have written down and, um, and have that you can read over and over. And that's the story that you'll be what you're living into, right? What you will become. Yep. Absolutely. So story super important. You got to make sure you're not, like I said, Cheryl said living in the past, but, um, you know, cause you look at the past and you're like, well, I failed back then. And I, I did all these bad things. So um, changing the story is huge. And, and what story you focus on, change your story, change your life. I mean, it's absolutely the, the key. Number seven is what would help the state and the story is a little bit of strategy. And the strategy is not a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, so we, we had a strategy. We built the, the Institute of Holistic Health. We built the health coach certification course. We see these people coming in. They don't really have, a, just to be honest, a lot of them don't have a tons of self-confidence. But we've seen the graduates, when they get the T-shirt and the, and, the, and the certificate, they're like a new person. Right. You know, they feel confident now, you know, because they got a strategy in place, you know. Yeah. And I think people look at them differently, too, because they are certified and they do feel confident in them that they can help them um, on their journey to health and wellness. Yeah. So, so you're not going to be confident in yourself that you can elevate your life and move from fine to fabulous. If you have no strategy in place, like, uh, how am I going to do that? Like, you don't even know. So strategy is super important. And last but not least, Cheryl, we say that we saved the number eight, which is the biggest one. In my opinion is your belief system. You know, we always know it all all goes back to your belief system. And um, we came up with five beliefs that will, that really have given me and Cheryl unstopped. I mean, just unstoppable self-confidence. I mean, it is, it is just brimming with both of us because we have these five beliefs. So what are the key five beliefs that you have, Cheryl, that gives you such great self-confidence? So the first one is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's a great one to say every day. That's I'm not like sure we need a number two after that one, but that's right. <laughs> Everything is figure outable. Absolutely. Um, I can create whatever I want in my life. Yes. Um, I can do hard things. Absolutely. And the last one is I am unbreakable. I love them all, Paul. Those are so good. And I like them as mantras too. Yeah. I mean, that's really shaping your identity. Like, well, you know, I break real easily or when something (laughs) bad happens, I just crumble. Yeah. Sometimes I do what I say I'll do. Right. That's not (laughs) a good one. Right. (laughs) When you say I'm unbreakable, I mean, you can, you keep on saying it over again, you start shaping that as your identity. You've decided that I'm, I can bend, but I ain't going to break. And I think yeah. that is an absolutely key belief to have in order to have self-confidence. So all those, those eight things kind of work together. If you're missing one of those, 
You may feel like, well, I got some self-confidence, but not a lot. So there's some things you're probably really good at that we mentioned here on the call. And there's probably some things that you're like, whoa, I don't, I'm not good at that one at all. You know, maybe it's state or strategy or something that one of those things that, that you're like, I need to work on that one. So Cheryl, let's give people some homework as we close out this podcast on what they can do right now to start improving their self-confidence. Yeah, this is so, so important. So um, first of all, rate yourself um, on the eight keys of self-confidence, one through 10, just so you can get a starting point, right? I think that's really important to get that starting point, know right where you're at. Um, And then the way you're going to do this is you're going to improve your self-confidence 1% a day. And the way you're going to do that is you're going to pick one of the eight things that we've talked about today on the podcast, and you're going to focus on that. Um, and just by doing one small thing, Paul, I think you mentioned making your bed. Is it, you know, um, it could even be uh, doing 10 sit-ups or 10 push-ups. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's, anything. don't make it hard. Yeah. It's any small thing that you can do that you it's, it's almost like you make a deal with yourself. You say, I'm going to do this. And then you do it every single day, right? That's the way it works. And then by doing that, you can get 100% better in just 100 days by doing this one little small thing. That's yeah. the exciting thing to me, Paul. It doesn't have to be a lot. No, I mean, just, just, just think thing. if you did, I'm going to do one sit up a day. Yeah. Did one sit up a day for after a little bit, you, you're going to be like, you know what? Maybe I'll do two today. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're doing 200. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what, that's the power of getting started and doing and focusing on that 1%, just a little bit of improvement today. You're not going to become, have massive self-conference overnight. This is going to be a process. But like you said, Cheryl, you just focus on 1% a day and hundred days from now, you can be at hundred percent. So that's, that's pretty exciting. So really Cheryl, the, the, the plus one for me on this is that you must trust yourself in order to have self-confidence. I think like, so what did, what did, how'd you put it? Um, doing what you said you're going to do. Do what you say you'll do. That's the yeah. b- bottom line. And don't be afraid to say it. I think that was a great point you made during this podcast is, Hey, if I don't say it, then I don't need to do it. You know, if I don't make that decision, then right. uh, there's no pressure on me. Right. So super, super, yep. super awesome. Okay. Cheryl, this was a great, great podcast. I think people got a lot of value out of this. There's a lot of content for people to go through. If you want to get the notes, uh, just click on the link below or go to elevateyourlife.com, fill out the form, and then we'll email you the notes to this class and you'll have all the notes we we went through. So um, until next time, everybody, keep elevating your life, keep elevating your self-confidence, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Elevate Your Life podcast. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.